0: emotional intelligence, professionalism, grit, resilience. Have you ever wondered if pharmacy students are ready for practice? Hi, I'm Brooke from 21stCenturyPharmD.com. Let me introduce you to a student who is ready for the real world. Hi everyone! Thank you so much for joining me for episode number nine. Today, I am so pleased to have Hussein Aljama with us from Creighton University. Hussein, why don't you start by telling us what year you're in?
1: Um, I am on. I finished second year yesterday. That was the finalist. I had it. So today, in twenty-four hours, I'm the third year today.
0: (laughs) You're officially a third year today. I'm
1: officially third year in twenty-four hours. Yeah.
0: Wow, well let me be the first to welcome you to third year. You made
1: it. Uh, you are, you are the first one, absolutely, yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, I usually like to start by asking my guests the story behind their name. Would you mind sharing with us?
1: Uh, yes, I'm Hussein. Uh, this name gave by me uh, Islamic scholar. Um, so, and I, I, before I was born, so my mom was pregnant. So I wasn't even born when I was given this name. Uh, Hussein means, when I've kind of made some research, it means good, and it is, they said it is from the name is Arabic, so, mm-hmm. and it is kind of linked to the name Hassan, so they said the meaning is good. So it's some, good? Good, yeah, just, I, I don't know what that means, but that's what I found, so they <laughs> said it is good, um, yeah.
0: I like that, I like that, and she knew, she knew already when she was pregnant with you, you were going to be Hussein yep okay so how did you find our group
1: um i usually i've been using a lot of linkedin so i come up with your with your link uh, with your podcast and i kind of look at it i listen to several of episodes i love it so that is how i've seen
0: awesome thank you yeah the guests have just been so inspiring to me i have learned something from every single guest so i just can't wait to get into more of your story and Thank you so much for reaching out. I think that shows a lot.
1: Thank you very much.
0: So when you reached out to me, Hussein, you told me that you immigrated from Somalia and actually spent some time in a refugee camp in Ethiopia and that you were kind of inspired to share part of your journey with us, with the audience today. So what do you want us to know about your journey coming to the United States?
1: Uh, My journey... To come in the United States was so long, and I, I wanna say this, it, it wasn't co- coincidence. Uh, it was something that I have been preparing, something that I've been dreaming for a long time. I had the dream, but the decision is were well out of my hand. Um, I attentively started um, my desire to come to US when um, UN opened cases for Somali refugees who live there. Uh, there have been thousand families which required a long process, and I started. Uh, they started for that registration. Then they opened interviews for several times. Then what they would do was um, those, those who those families who passed the um, the interviews will go to uh, medical examination, which expires in six months. So. We, my family, we went through that process, then uh, we went through um, for the for the health um, for the medical exam, then then they, they sent uh, they sent us back to home, then in the refugee camp. Then they said we will contact you if we need you to take into the U.S. So um, my family and I then. Then we, we were kind of they they said you get you, you gotta get be ready to be um, taken taken to US right now you have to better prepare be for the flight and everything and that's how I came into US.
0: So about how long ago was this, Hussein?
1: Um, there have been two processes. Um, my family came. I remember the date, um, December to two thousand. 2012 so that is 12 12 12 that's how I remember uh, then what happened is um, I couldn't come with them because um, I had a health issue I, I'm epileptic so what they did is um, they had to prepare uh, somebody to come with me uh, especially like a doctor so they wouldn't let people to go if they have a healthy condition so what they did is um, they excluded the flight from me and only my family came here first so uh, they postponed my flight and like five months then uh, a doctor came with me so I came March 2013 that was like six uh, six, five months after them. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes okay and that was in 2013? Yep. Okay and You mentioned how you learned English in this refugee camp in Ethiopia. So was that prior to 2012? Or did you learn it between December 2012 and March of 2013?
1: Actually, I I started learning English uh, 2016 um, in primary school where I attended every day to take English lessons. So, um, and because of um, Lack of resources. Uh, I couldn't learn efficient English because we didn't have any technology or TV somewhere that we can like people watch TV to to learn English, like TV show or that kind of stuff. Mostly, what I would do was reading journalists or um, books to keep updating myself, like what is going around in the world, like sports and politics and one of the most fascinating things I have seen was like uh Barack Obama inaugural speech, hmm. which was one of the one of the things that that get me started to learn English very well. And uh and I I like that speech, but the problem was I couldn't fully understood what he was saying. So I have to get the transcripts and there haven't been a good resource, as I said, uh technology. So what I've done is, I get the video, and I couldn't get a printer or something like that. What I've done, I wrote everything by hand. (laughs) Um, And I have underlined those English words that I couldn't understand. Um, It was so fascinating to understand those words into the dictionary because they were so inspiring. Um, Since then, Barack became a part of my process to learn English, where I could look his speeches and lectures uh, while, while, while he was teaching at Harvard, Harvard University. And when I came to the United States, I wrote him and he wrote me back in 2015.
0: Okay, so to learn English, you would write out Barack Obama's speeches and yes. look up the words you didn't know in the dictionary. Um,
1: Actually, I would do everything to learn English, but he was like mostly what I write about and read it and his journalists, his stories, his books. And it was big process of that time. And um, I like the guy's manners and how how he's knowledgeable. and That's why I I tried to to write him when he was in the White House. And I get letter from him this day.
0: And what did he say?
1: Uh, actually, he said that he's glad that I sent him a paper, and he's hoping that he's gonna see to me in the future, which I'm still waiting.
0: <laughs> I love that. I just got goosebumps. That's great. Thank you. That's really great. I hope you get to meet him someday. I hope he's on your vision board.
1: <laughs> um, actually, maybe maybe he's gonna come to graduation day. I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: So, through your whole journey, at what point did you become interested in pharmacy?
1: Uh, when I came into the United States um, actually i didn't have any input to what i'm going to do in the future. I was kind of confused what to do, what not to do, what career I want where i where is my plan i I had no idea, so um I had a I finished high school back home, then I tried to start again high school because I believe like starting high school here and going to college, then doing whatever I want would be easier than to go directly to college. So I tried to go one of those high schools in Minnesota and they told me that uh, I'm older because uh, at that time I was 21. They said to me, you are older and we can't accept you right now. So then, what I have done is I, uh, what I what I have done is that I want uh, a preparatory school. That would they teach like basic um, English, and I knew English, but I wanted to be very confident and pass all those ESL classes. Uh, I knew math and science very well, so may, what I want to do was uh, to do well on that uh, English. Uh, writing, reading, and listening. So I went to there two months. Then after two months, I took those ESL classes and English. Then uh, they 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 came good grades, and they say, they told me I have to take one more English class. Then they said everything else will be college level. So I took that class. Then um, uh, I started uh, that uh, general uh, classes like social. So I I was that kid who just came to the United States and and I didn't had and I didn't had any people around me so um I tried to 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 get sense of what the pharmacy looks like so um, do you hear me okay yeah uh, i i i um I, I took um one year diploma pharmacy technician to know what pharmacy looks like so um that took to me like one year then i finished that um then I liked it, the pharmacy and the fact that um i'm epileptic students I wanted to really uh, learn how these drugs work and what they do and how they do what they do so That's how I I fell love in pharmacy, and that's how I I started, like, considering in the future to be in a pharmacist.
0: And you're at Creighton University. Yes. What do you like best about Creighton, or what's been your best experience?
1: Uh, The best experience in in Creighton is caring. I I have here good friends. I have when you came here, uh, professors will support you in every way, like emotionally, physically, intellectually, and academically. Um, There are um, several professors that I I really become my close friends, I share with everything, um, and they gave me advice and they helped me and they get through everything that I want. I, I also have um, good friend is here from my classmates that I'm really proud of, and they always helping me. And we kind of do, we kind of do like studies together and everything that we do here in school.
0: You feel cared for. Yep.
1: Caring yeah, caring is the best. Yep.
0: Yeah, you have some good friendships there. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. That's great. What I love about your story, Hussein, is that you are the first person that I'm interviewing that I know of who has immigrated to the United States, didn't know English when you got here, uh, learned Mm -hmm. English, uh, went to a prep school, um, got your pharmacy technician license in pharmacy school. What advice or what would you tell students who, who may be listening who are living outside of the United States but want to do their education or part of their education in the US?
1: Uh, actually, United States is the best place on earth to get education. That is not up. I mean, nobody says against that, but uh, I would also say it is expensive, be ready for that. So that is what I would say to everybody. Mm-hmm.
0: One of your roles has been mentoring high school students and college undergrad students. What would uh, you say? Oh, go
1: okay. ahead. Sorry, uh, I didn't no, no,
0: that's okay. I was just gonna ask what would you say are the most common questions or concerns that these students have about their future careers?
1: Um, I mentored these students uh, one my first year when I started pharmacy school and uh, I was a member of um, HECA program which is federally funded program for students um, I was assigned to work with two students, um, uh, one high school and one uh, undergrad, and I think the undergrad one was going to medical school. So um, the way I was trained was like, to talk to these students every week for one topic. Like one topic, one week going to be what is professionalism? What does that look like? Then next week, we're going to talk about it. How can I build my resume? Um, students would be like, um, I don't know what I want to do. So how do I know what I want to do in the future? What I need to do, or what I what what degree I need to get to get the career that I really love? Those kind of things that students always uh, used to ask me, and I had I had to guide them and tell them like to start the basic. I mean, what subject do you love? Uh, what do you what do you have fun to do with most of the time? Is there a specific area that you are interested in? Uh, I I could ask them those kind of questions, and we use it to, to discuss them. And if if we come up with something, then we needed to record that during the session, until um until the prog- and, and and communicate with the program and 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 tell them our progress that we are coming with something that. We were supposed to do.
0: That sounds really neat. What a great experience and it kind of gave you the sense of our the experience to opportunity to try be, to be a mentor to these uh, to these students and uh, give them someone to look up to.
1: Of course. And yeah. Uh, of course this reminded me when I first came in the United States and I didn't have anybody anyone to show me the path. Where should I go? Where, where should I start? Um, and I was like, um, you have to give them what you didn't get before. Um, and I, I, tried my best.
0: Yeah. I love that. That's a, that's a great way to live.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So tell me, and I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here, but you mentioned that you talked to them about professionalism. hmm So, what would you say is a good definition or a way to describe professionalism?
1: Uh, Profession means career, and the word professional describes what are you doing in that career. So, it is the manners, the skills required that specific area. It is not just the career itself; it is just what that career requires. It means uh, you have to become. More beyond it than that, what you are expected to do. So it is like uh, you have to you have to do a lot and become a good and excellence in that area.
0: Yeah, I love that. We talked to the students about that too. That this isn't just a pharmacy career, clock in, clock out. Your shift is over. I mean, it kind of encompasses your mm-hmm. philosophy of practice and how you approach people day to day. So I totally agree with that, Hussein.
1: Thank you very much.
0: So I know that you're mere hours into your third year, but I have to ask if you've thought about your plans after graduation.
1: Uh, I have a first plan and second plan for backup. My okay. first plan is to get a postgraduate program residence. Um, and if I do that, I'm gonna go uh, master's degree in healthcare leadership. Um, at the same time, if if it is not, I'm gonna go work and pay my loans. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. Did you yeah. uh, did you listen to podcast number eight? He's uh, off. Joe is off to go do a two year residency and leadership training.
1: Y- yes, I listened. Yep. yep.
0: Okay. Awesome. Well, there's a contact for you. Someone you can reach out to. Uh,
1: thank you very much. I will. I will definitely do that.
0: So Hussein, do you have a mentor, and how have they helped you?
1: Um, actually, um growing up wasn't wasn't always it's not always what people think i I would say my mom is the mentor I have in life right now. Uh, my father died uh, two thousand sixteen and and she's the one that set up everything in life for me. Um, she has been there for me every time, not only for me, but, um, my siblings and my family. And she's the only one who does things that I think is impossible to do because she watches us. Uh, she watches my whole family. Uh, she works here as a housekeeper and she helps us back home. And sometimes, I sometimes it is unbelievable. I I ask her how much they, they pay you. And when she tells me it is the minimum payment, the minimum wage. And I'm like, Mom, you take care of us, you take care of back home, you send the money back home. I don't know how you do this. It is it is really impossible. She doesn't read, she doesn't write. Um she has gone through a lot because of my epilepsy in my life and she's the strongest person I know I know in life and she's my mentor and I want to be like her. I want to help other people just with the way she did.
0: What a beautiful tribute, Hussein, to her. She sounds like a superwoman. She sounds very strong and I'm sure she's very proud of you.
1: Sure she is. Thank you.
0: What inspires you?
1: Um, For me, um, what um, in life is That is, I I really like learning and knowledge. I like to learn something new every day. I'm always writing or reading something. I'm always on YouTube, like searching specific speeches from TED Talk, just to gain knowledge. And that's the the best thing inspires for me. I have to put myself uh, in a place that I can answer questions if people ask me that I can inspire them in life. So I'm in the process of building the person I want to be, and I want to learn every day something new. That's what I really like to do.
0: Hussein, this love of learning that you speak of, like this this, this craving to get knowledge from YouTube or TED Talks or reading, where do you think that comes from?
1: Um, actually, that, that will take us way back home. And uh, it is a little bit long story, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. Um, when, I, when I was grade eight, I failed grade eight four times and I passed it the fifth time. That means I, I repeated five, time, five, five times on grade eight, only grade eight when I was back home. And people would tell me, I'm so intelligent and so smart. Why do I fail? I don't know. The the Ethiopian examination was was national examination. They come there and they take every year for the exam. It is not like local exam that we do in America. Like the grade A, they they have classes and the teachers and everything. But back there, they have uh, international examination. so I failed it four times. I passed it the fifth, because I knew everything. I, I don't know what was going wrong, but I had a test of anxiety. I was able to teach people uh, science, math, and English, and still, when it chemistry exam I, always, I, I was always failing and since then, my life never stopped it. I was always trying to learn more. It is where like um it is well like I become just to try every day harder and harder and harder, and never look back. Well,
0: oh, Thank you for sharing that. What, what, do you, what would you tell students who say that they suffer from test anxiety in pharmacy school? Because I hear that a lot. And I think it would be important to hear from someone who experienced it in the past.
1: I think just the anxiety is just a fear. And if you are scared, it's not gonna solve anything. You are just scared. It's just a wasting of your time. So for example, if somebody is doing an exam and they're stressed out, that's not gonna save their exam. It's not gonna give them good grade. It's not gonna give them much time. It is just consuming that energy of your mind. And when do you, you don't have energy, you're not gonna perform anything. So I would say, test the is just like, you are scared, you're you, you, you you, you just feeling something out of your mind. So I would say, don't be scared, do the job, and you'll be fine.
0: Do you have a favorite quote or a mantra that speaks to you?
1: Actually, I have two for you today, but- Oh, good. You, you're only asking me one.
0: That's okay, so, we'll
1: take two. <laughs> yeah, I love um, Maya Angelo. so I have two of hers. Um, one says the only thing is people have to develop courage. So there's no other option. If you fail, just keep going. And that goes back way, when I told you I failed several times. And every time I see something's not going well, I say, hey, Just develop courage. Just keep going. There's nothing else. Mm -hmm. The second one is just the same way, but it is in other words. Uh, It says we may encounter many defeats, but we must not be defeated. Mm -hmm. That's the second one. It is the same, same, uh, but different words.
0: Yeah, I love that. So they remind you of your past experience and they also help you get through whatever challenges is in front of you.
1: Yep. That's
0: awesome. Thank you. Well, we are just about wrapping up here, Hussein. I have really enjoyed getting to know you and I just wanna thank you for sharing your journey with us. I think there's a lot of students who listen who may be able to relate to some of the things that you talked about. And since you're the first podcast guest that has been so open about their journey to America, I just wanna say thank you for being the first
1: and thank you very much for having me
0: where can students connect with you what social media platforms are you on and how can we connect with you more
1: um, actually uh you, most of time right now i use it linkedin and my second one is facebook which i usually open on breaks because of like being in in grad school and using facebook i don't think they're gonna get along together So I use breaks, like fall break, spring break, or sometimes in summer. So those are the most common I use.
0: Awesome. Well, Hussein, I really don't think this is going to be the last time you are going to tell your story publicly. I really see you on stage somewhere, someday, sharing with everyone your journey and how far you've come as a pharmacist here, and we're happy to have you inside this profession. Really hope that you get a chance to meet Barack Obama someday. That's my wish for you.
1: Thank thank you very much. Um, Thank you very much for having me here.
0: Take care. Have you heard about our goal? We're going to interview pharmacy students from every college of pharmacy. Has your school been featured? Email me, 21stCenturyPharmD at gmail.com.